Struggling to stay up to date with social media? Do you want to get ahead online? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, the podcast for public sector professionals who want to elevate their digital communications. Here's your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. Can you believe 2023 is coming to a close? What a year, what a year. Personally, it's been a really great year for me, but professionally, it's been so rewarding given the diverse range of clients that we have been working with and the projects, trainings and events that our clients have entrusted us with as a team. We love what we do and we love representing public sector pros and raising the profile of the important work that you do. We are committed to leading with value and that's why every month you get access to a free webinar, access to this podcast, other training events and workshops that are free on our website. So even if you don't work with us in the traditional business sense of the word, you can learn with us. Our promise is to lead with value and to improve public sector communications in the public interest. So for the final time this year, let's get into the Public Sector Marketing Show and have a look back at the year that was. For today's column, I ran the numbers and I had a look back at what we did at Public Sector Marketing Institute in 2023. Uh, we've got an infographic on our social media if you want to go and have a look at that. But I decided to share this with our podcast listeners and viewers. And it also includes some great numbers from you. So thanks in advance. So our year in review, we are nothing without you. But here are our highlights. Um, in 2023, I took 12 flights. I visited nine countries to deliver training and consulting to clients all across the world. I stood and spoke on 11 conference stages and we worked with 87 clients. I visited 12 client countries and we trained 381 public sector pros. We worked directly with 21 radio stations. We trained seven of Google's clients. Uh, we developed 12 communications, social media, and digital marketing strategies. And of course, in January of this year, I launched the audiobook of Public Sector Marketing Pro. We published and produced 13 episodes of the Public Sector Marketing Show. We've now exceeded 7,000 downloads, and that is a really healthy number for a very niche podcast, so thanks to you. We won four awards, two for digital marketing and education, and then two Women in Business Awards for me, which I was thrilled to receive this year from Network Galway and also from Network Ireland. In terms of business growth, we are hitting an excess of 20% growth year on year, and I hope that will continue in 2024. Um, this year also marked 10 years of my business, Digital Training Institute Limited, and in January, we're going to throw a birthday party, so more on that in the new year. We are a team of five people. It's a very small team, but we work on high-profile 
uh, client projects and we give our clients lots of attention. Um, and then there's me, one crazy CEO, but together we have achieved so much in this year. Uh, we like to be productive, we are agile, we use software apps and tools to help us scale the business and they are our numbers for 2023 and some of our highlights. Public Sector Pros, do you want to progress in your career? Are you going for promotion? Do you want to stay ahead of the digital media landscape? We can help you. View our training calendar at publicsectormarketingpros.com. In the final consulting segment of the year, again, I'm taking a look back at the top 10 global stories of the year that really forced governments and public sector agencies to stand out, stand strong and deliver brilliant and important public interest communications. It's been a tough year uh, around the world for many and the stories that I'm going to go through uh, of these 10 will, will remind us uh, that it's been a very tough year for humanity uh, over the last 12 months. So I'm going to start at, at number one and war continued to reign this year. We began the year with the Russia invasion of Ukraine continuing um, and citizens being displaced and moving across the world and that war continued. But in the latter part of 2023, we saw the intensity of the conflict uh, between Israel and Palestine intensify and right now uh, it's gone so far at the end of the year that 100 children per day are being killed in Palestine, in Gaza. Um, and that city and the Strip uh, is only a shell of itself. At the time of recording this podcast, the UN has invoked Article 99 and it's asked the Security Council to intervene. And I really hope that sooner rather than later, the political voices and the leaders of governments across the world can come together uh, and to really get a finality and a permanent ceasefire in place because too many innocent lives have been lost. Number two, we're bringing it back home and a major public interest story that broke uh, just uh, as we hit the summertime and that is our national broadcaster, or TE. So the scandal around the payment of fees to Ryan Tuberty, how they were paid, how they were disclosed or not disclosed, the secret barter accounts and the box office breaking Oroctus Media Committees that were live streamed and actually got more viewers than any programmes in Ireland on terrestrial TV. This was a lesson in how public sector need to be open, transparent and have really great communications because the failure in all of this fell down at a place of communications and uh, that crisis rages on. Uh, number three, staying in Ireland was Black Thursday in Dublin. Uh, that was the Thursday that we saw uh, young children of primary school going age stabbed in broad daylight and one of their carers uh, members of the public intervening before our frontline services responded 
And then later that evening, intensive and explosive riots breaking out in our capital city with our, our Garda Siakana responding um, with great effect and in real time. And it was very difficult for them. And, and that Black Thursday and the work of our police force in Ireland, and we have an unarmed force, uh, we have to be mindful that they take uh, their lives into the hands of the public every day. Um, but that was a dark day for Ireland. And again, on radio columns to date, all I hear is, you know, the, the sentiment of the far right is a failure of communications and government communications. And I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Uh, coming in at number four, uh, a global issue, the cost of living crisis replaced the COVID crisis. Uh, and this is hitting everyone um, and people are really, really feeling it. Um, and it was really affecting individuals um, and their mental health. And we know that um, central banks in countries and then the European Central Bank are trying to manage inflation um, but they're increasing interest rates and the price of everything is going up so that's been a real real challenge for people this year. Coming in at number five is our climate emergency and we saw parts of Europe burn this year, Australia, the United States, Canada, I mean, I remember the pictures from Greece at the height of the summer. We have biodiversity, we have, you know, animals and we have human life. And these pictures and these incidences of natural disasters, their occurrences are increasing. Um, and we haven't heeded the warnings. Um, is it too late? It's, it's too late for the people who've lost their lives, lost their homes, um, lost their businesses. But really, again, another big story. Um, and I think the climate emergency is going to be a big story every year. Um, coming in at number six, then, all eyes turn to AI. We reached the first birthday of OpenAI, also known as ChatGPT. They had a, a conference about a month ago, and they announced that ChatGPT, or OpenAI, uh, was going to be open to developers of apps. So it really became mainstream this year. Um, and for all its benefits, and you know I'm pro-technology, uh, there's also a side of me that worries about how AI is going to be misused. And again, we need our government, our legislators and our policymakers to keep a close eye on this and to be astute um, when this technology is coming into our everyday lives because there are always back bad actors who will use it for um, nefarious reasons. Okay, number seven, Twitter turned to X as Elon fired thousands of staff and the algorithm just got messed up. Um, I was a huge Twitter fan. I'm not so much of an ex-Twitter fan now. Um, my prediction is that eventually X will be bought over, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere fast. But it's had a pretty hectic year. And as we reach the end of the year, we see major advertisers pulling their advertising budget. And Elon said, if you do that, it's going to mean the demise of the platform. Uh, not sure his calls uh, are going to be listened to. Okay, number eight, Britain gets a king. Uh, and the prince goes public, Prince Harry, 
on his autobiography. So we had the coronation of Prince Charles, um, and we know that the Queen um, was there for so long. Obviously, uh, she died this year. So that was a huge event, not just for Britain, but the whole world watched on. Coming in at number nine, Britney is free. She publishes her autobiography. Um, you might say, Joanne, why am I talking about Britney Spears? But this is just a signal to the, the brutality that still continues against women and the violence against women. Um, it is really at epidemic levels, not just here in Ireland, but across the world. So uh, I think it's important to call that out. And again, more needs to be done. Uh, and number 10, immigration is on the rise and the far right unite to divide and conquer. This is a major issue uh, for all of Europe um, as a collective, as a union, for individual nation states. Um, and, you know, conversations need to be had. Uh, and these far right organised organisations, um, their intentions... Uh, and their divisions are fueled by social media and their influence is growing um, also in the political landscape. But my ask is that we become better communicators and we have conversations with our citizens um, around immigration. So that's it. Uh, the top 10 news stories from across the world that impacted governments and public sector agencies this year. I'd be curious to know if there's any others that you would add. So 2024, what's in store? But before I do that, I really just want to mention uh, the Oxford Dictionary's Word of the Year for 2023. I don't know if you were as surprised as me, uh, as the winner, but the winner is Riz. So Riz is short for charisma, um, and it's used um, a lot on social media. So there you go. Do you have Riz? It's the new word of the year for 2023. But moving on to 2024, what's in store? It's coming up in a few days. My birthday's New Year's Eve. I'm entering a new year. Um, in January, we are going to celebrate 10 years in business of Digital Training Institute. That is the company. Uh, and then we have Public Sector Marketing Institute. That's a sub-brand under the company. But yeah, we've reached a decade in business. Um, and wow, we've done so much in 10 years uh, you've even seen from this episode how much we get through in one year. So I'm going to take some time out at the end of January. Invite my customers to a free event in Dublin. Uh, so watch out for the invite coming into your inbox and help me celebrate 10 years in business. And of course, we'll, we'll do some work around public sector marketing and looking ahead to 2024. We are also launching a brand new website. Now, this has been six months in the making, a lot of work behind the scenes, um, and we are launching a brand new academy, so an e-commerce site where you can buy short-form or long-form knowledge products. So looking forward to launching that. I am considering, considering 
bringing back the public sector digital marketing summit. I didn't host it in 2023 because I was producing the audiobook. I had just come out of a year of writing and publishing my third book. So it's been a year since we've held it, but watch this space. I'm seriously considering bringing it back for 2024 because I know you guys enjoy it. And of course, there's going to be much more training, much more consulting, me and my team helping you with your events, raising your profile across the internet and doing that in the public interest. But before we turn down the mic for the very last time on 2023, I want to say a big, big thank you. First of all, to my team. So to Jamelia, to Maria, to Sophie, to Carlos, to Jellica, to Melanie, to Niall, who produces this show, and to all the suppliers that we work with. Um, it's certainly a, a team effort, and I couldn't do it uh, without a great team around me. So kudos to our team. Also to our clients, without you, we don't have a business. And I want to thank you for entrusting us uh, and giving us some really important projects to work on. Uh, we never take you or that work for granted, and hopefully we can work some more in 2024. Um, and to you, my subscribers, whether you're on Easing, listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, or watching on YouTube or following on social media, thank you so much. Um, I do appreciate it. And if you enjoy the work that we do, please share it with a public sector pro that you know. Together, we will go further. But for me, wishing you a happy new year and wishing you all the best in 2024. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a public sector pro you know. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. For more free resources, details of our upcoming training courses and consulting options, log on to publicsectormarketingpros.com.